you know, when you own your own businesses, there there can be no seal. You can create businesses where there's no ceiling to your income. And that was just like so exciting to me. So that gave me a spark for entrepreneurship because I had honestly never thought about thought about owning my own business before network marketing. Hello and welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Lawrence. I am a former trial attorney turned entrepreneur, breathwork and sound meditation practitioner, as well as the owner of a boutique social media marketing agency called All The Things Social. I believe that as human beings, we get to be all of the things. Brilliant, soulful, sexual, wildly inappropriate. We don't have to live in the boxes society tries to put us in. We get to be all of the things. On this show, you'll hear from some of my favorite humans and friends in a variety of spaces, including spirituality, business and branding, holistic health, sexuality, and neuroscience. This is a space for truly candid, soulful conversations with the goal of empowering you to be all of the things. Let's dive in. What if the secret to finding more peace, more clarity, more patience in your life came from the power of your own breath? What if you could scale the success that you're having in life and do it all with a calm nervous system? Something that most people don't know is that our breath is one of the main factors that has a control over our nervous system. Think about it when you're stressed or anxious. What is the first thing that we as humans tend to do? We hold our breath and we stop breathing. That is exactly why I created breathewithregina.com. Breathe with Regina is a virtual breathwork membership that offers two live virtual breathwork classes a month that you can do from anywhere in the privacy of your own home and drop in and learn how to really use the breath as a way to calm the nervous system. I like to say that breath is meditation for the person who can't meditate. I know that I have always been that person and breathwork has been the key for me. Go to breathewithregina.com and check it out. I'm offering $1 for the first two weeks of membership. That's right, only a dollar to check it out. And if after two weeks you don't see a difference or you're not interested, you can cancel at any time. So go to breathewithregina.com, sign up, and join me for a class. I would love to see you there. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All The Things Podcast. I'm your host. Regina Lawrence, and this is, yeah, this is the first episode that I am recording in 2023. It's January 12th. I feel like it's January 28th. I don't know about you guys, but since the start of this new year, I feel like I have been in a time warp, and I don't know, I almost feel like it's the end of 2022, like 2023 hasn't happened yet. And I was starting to feel crazy in that. And then one of my girlfriends reminded me that um, in the Bazi calendar, the new year actually doesn't start until next month. So in my mind, we are still in 2022 energetically. 
And we will be in 2023 in a few weeks. And I'm sticking to that. Just like anybody, like I, it's funny. I kept saying I don't do New Year's resolutions. And that's a lie. I absolutely do. (laughs) Because when the new year comes, I like jumpstart things in my health journey. And I try to start new habits and patterns of living and existing. And yeah, for some reason, I was under the delusion that like, I don't subscribe to the new year's resolution bullshit. And I actually do. And just wasn't being honest with myself. Richard, Richard needs to make an appearance. Come on, buddy. Come here, buddy. Oh, this is a baby. Um, so I had received a question at the end of last year. I had done an episode about the things that I wish I knew when I started my business. And I think I'm going to do a part two to that. But I had actually received a question on Instagram and I wanted to make a response podcast about it. So the question was about the fact that I have multiple businesses. So if you don't know, I am a breathwork and sound healing practitioner. I have a social media marketing agency, and then I have a physical product called The Witch Kit. And the question was, how did you know you could stop focusing just on one business and start building a second? Or how has that all come to be? How can you make sure you don't experience burnout running multiple businesses? How to know when it's the right move? Just a few ideas. Okay. So let me start at the beginning. How did I start multiple businesses? I think an important thing to understand about me is that I am a manifesting generator in human design. And what that means is I love the dreaming phase. I love the creation phase of business. If I had a running list of all the business ideas I have in a given year, it's wild. But manifesting generators, we don't necessarily like jump in and create everything we think. And in fact, even the things that we create and we create well, most of us have teams to help us do it. My multiple businesses the reason why I have multiple businesses is because if I didn't have multiple businesses, I would lose my goddamn mind. Like I just, I'm a little bit ADD in the way I am. I like to be able to bounce from thing to thing, which is a strength and a weakness of myself. So when I started as an entrepreneur, let me just take you back. So I was working as a full-time lawyer. I was also a, which is like 60 hours a week minimum. I was also a law professor at night. I taught class one to two nights a week. And that was like my stick, my shtick for a while. Then I decided that I didn't want to practice law anymore. And I had to start to figure out what I was going to transition to. So I hate to admit this, but I dipped my toe in network marketing. And... um <laughs> It's so funny to think about the fact that I was a network marketer because I just, my my thoughts on network marketing are definitely painted by my experience. However, when we focus on the good of it, it gave me a taste of like owning my own business. And that was really exciting to me. The thought that like I could 
you know, when you own your own businesses, there there can be no ceiling. You can create businesses where there's no ceiling to your income. And that was just like so exciting to me. So that gave me a spark for entrepreneurship because I had honestly never thought about thought about owning my own business before network marketing. And so while I was in practice, I started a coaching business and then um, left my job as an attorney, had a coaching business, was not making a fraction at that point of what I was making as a lawyer and was also still teaching. So in the midst of coaching, I could have gone to get a waitressing job or a bartending job, which I had done in the past, but I felt a lot of resistance around it. And I understand now why I felt that resistance. And so I started to think about what are the skills that I have? What are the things that I'm good at that I think I could make money with like low overhead and with ease? And at that point, I had done so much on social media for myself. I thought, what if I started to run social media for other people and just like kind of figured it out? So I started running social media for friends and was charging like $500 an account a month. I was like charging nothing, but that kind of got my foot in the door. And I was like, okay, great. I will run social media for people and build my coaching business. Like the social media will help fund my dreams. And then I was building those two businesses, still not making quite enough money. I moved to Arizona. So my backstory is I'm from Philadelphia, sold all my stuff, moved to Arizona with my gay best friend, daddy, was living with daddy. And all of this helped with like just the cost of my life. Um, Still wasn't making enough money. So ended up getting a nanny job. So I was nannying, uh, doing uh, social media and coaching. You can see a theme in my life. I'm always doing multiple things. And this is just how I've been hardwired. I was a kid who would go to school and babysit and have a job at the ice cream stand and then have friends. Like I've always like, I've always had multiple hustles. When I was in college, I was a college student. I was a nanny and I worked at a restaurant. Like, so this is, this is who I am. So the fact that I have multiple businesses isn't strange, right? So I start the agency. I never think it's going to be an agency. I think it's just going to be me doing social media and started doing more coaching and realized, wait, I don't have to do the agency. Like I've been doing it. I can start to hire people to help me to grow this thing. So that's a key piece here is the hiring piece. I made my first hire. I hired an assistant and she helped me with, um, you know, graphic design and copywriting. And she started to help with the stuff in the business. And then I hired another assistant. So then I had two people working with me, right? So I slowly started to hire for that business and started to bring in people to help so I could bring in more clients. And that is how, and I was still building the coaching business at this time. Then I decided during somewhere in the middle of this, I got really into breath work and sound healing and my own healing. And, you know, as I got more into my own healing, I had an awakening, another awakening, right? I actually had a deep Kundalini awakening. And in that, I have felt really called to dive into breath work and into healing work and into holding space for people to do their own healing while running my agency. And so that's the space I'm in now. I have a marketing agency that people work with me and help me run these accounts. 
I have Richard. Please don't fuck with the camera. This cat is the best animal in the whole world. Um, he wants to be famous. That's another story. Uh, so I have the marketing agency. I have the breathwork and sound healing business. And then I started a third company called The Witch Kit. There's something that you need to understand about having multiple businesses. I don't even know that I'm the right person to give this advice, but I'm just going to tell you what I've done and how I've done it and why I've done it. Um, there's always going to be seasons where one business requires more than the others. So in my three businesses, the agency is the business that makes me the most money. It is the cash source for the other business. If I didn't have the agency, I wouldn't have the cash to start the witch kit and like put all the money into starting that. It took, it took a, a bit of cash to start that business. Right. Um, so I think whatever is your moneymaker, whatever is going to allow you to do the other things, that business really needs to be stable and needs to be profitable without a ton of your attention. My agency is finally not requiring all of my attention because I hired a team of OBMs, a husband and wife who are incredible, who help me with the systems and the day-to-day -day operation of the business. I have account managers. I have copywriter. I have a copywriter. I have a graphic designer and a video editor. And so... Um, I have a team, so I don't have to be there, right? But to have a team in place for a business, there has to be money to hire the team. The business needs to be up to a point of making enough money that you can bring a team in to help you. Depending on your business, you don't always need a team. You might need a person or two. You don't necessarily need somebody full time, but you need people to help you. So my first piece of advice is whichever business is going to be the cash source for the other businesses, that business needs to be stable. I think also um, sometimes as entrepreneurs, and I might be totally wrong because of just where I'm at in my, in my, uh, in the timeline of my businesses, but I don't know that you can ever have a business that you are still a part of that is operating fully profitably, functionally, with you completely out of it, unless you hire somebody that replaces yourself in the business. So my place in the business is it, I own the business and I bring in the business. People come into the agency because of my connection point to them. Um, at this point in my business, I'm a necessary piece and part of the business. Less is required of me. My presence is required less and less and less and less. But I think, especially early when you're an agency owner or a business owner, people think like, oh, I can just dip out and this thing will run itself. I think, you know, one of my mentors has owned a marketing agency for 10, I think like 10 years, and it's a multi-million dollar marketing agency. Her presence in that business is very little. Like she doesn't have to do a ton. Her team does it on super high levels of things. She's still involved, but she's not in it in the day-to-day -day anymore. That's where I'm going with this agency. But to get to that place, I have to be in the day-to-day -day for the most part, every day a little bit, right? So that was a very long-winded way of saying like the first business needs to be stable enough because it's really hard to divide your energy up. It's really hard. Like having multiple businesses is very hard for me. And but I don't know any other way to be. This is just how I operate as a human being. As you heard from my childhood, like 
I've always had multiple things going at one time. I don't know how to not be like this. Um, so make sure the first business is stable and is profitable and that you have other people helping you run that business. Um, the next question was, how can you make sure you don't experience burnout running multiple businesses? That's a very interesting question. I don't know if I can actually answer that like in the way of saying that you won't burn out a little bit. Um, each business is its own energetic entity. Even within a business, if you have one business, if you're a coach and you have three major offerings, each one of those offerings is its own energetic entity. It requires creation. It requires growth. It requires changing with the times. It requires marketing. Each thing requires energy, and we only have so much energy in a day. So I think the best thing, if you're running multiple businesses, I wouldn't say I'm burnt out all the time, but I have to manage my energy. I have to manage my schedule. I'm not, I'm getting better at managing my time. I'm not as good as man at managing as my time as I would like to. Like today I wanted to lay in bed for 20 minutes and like take a nap. And I did that. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that was the best thing for my time management for the businesses, but I need to do that. Right. So I think if you're running multiple businesses, I think you have to get really good at time blocking and in that time, giving yourself time and space to relax. A lot of times I take a, a bath in the middle of the day, like 20, 30 minutes. It's not that long, but it's like a nice reset for me. I have a decaf, sit with some hoppe, pull a couple cards, <laughs> take a salt bath. Sometimes I follow the salt bath up by like a 20 minute nap. It's like a nice refresher for me. So I try to find moments in my day to chat with friends, to look at TikTok, to take a salt bath. And that stuff helps me not burn out. I also go to the gym every day and take a walk to the dog for a long walk every day. Those are just daily non-negotiables that I do. Um, I go to bed at eight or nine o'clock every night. I try to get up at five o'clock in the morning lately. Um, I prioritize getting a massage every month. I get facials. I get my lashes done every two weeks, which, which is like a very relaxing experience. So I do a lot of self-care things. I go to breathwork classes that I attend. I'm not running. I go to sound baths that I attend and I'm not running. I try to fit in things to nurture myself. I also like honor and acknowledge the fact like I don't have a husband. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have kids. I've got a dog and two cats who are sitting in this room with me right now while while I record this podcast, you know? So I have, you know, when when you're single and you don't have family like me, you have more space to do more things. And, you know, my capacity at times is greater because I don't have other human beings that are reliant upon me for literally anything. Um, but I think my biggest advice is really organizing your calendar and making space for yourself to relax, to take a breath, to nurture yourself. Um, that's what I do to try to avoid burnout, but I still get burnt out. Every month I get burnt out a little bit, right? Like not completely burnt out, like 
fetal position on my office floor, you know, but every month I do have experiences of feeling quite exhausted. And so when that happens, I usually turn my phone off for 24 hours and really relax, like laying in my bed, watching Netflix with the lights off and eating something delicious in the dark. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. That's like literally what I do once a month. Um, how do you, another question, how do you know when it's a right move to start another business? I think that goes back to the first thing. Like I, I am all about living my purpose and creating the things I want to create and also having financial stability. Like my nervous system, I realized this when I left practice. So I was a coach when I left practice and I kept seeing my friends who were coaches, they kept launching, they would launch and get like a giant chunk of money and then they'd have to launch again. I don't do that. That doesn't, that doesn't work for my nervous system. I liked when I was in practice, I got paychecks. Um, I don't want to live launch to launch. I want a calm nervous system. I want residual money that's contracted that I get on a monthly basis. That is important to me. So having a stable source of income allows my nervous system to feel safe. So that way, the other businesses that I want to be more creative and flowy and spiritual in, I'm able to do that. That's just how I've done it. I don't like a lot of risk. Um, I don't like anything that jars my nervous system. I don't like being in fight or flight about money. And I have found that if I have a business that is stable and steady and brings in residual monthly income that I can count on that's contracted to me, I feel safe. And so my advice is how do you know when it's the right move to start another business is the first business stable and steady? Can the first business even be stable and steady? Maybe the second business that you want to start is going to be the stable, steady business. Um, so maybe you switch focus, but it's really hard to focus on and to grow and to birth more than one business at a time. So I think you have to take it one business at a time, grow, get them steady, have a team that helps you support and a team could be one or two people and then you can move on to the next idea. I hope that this is helpful. Like I caveated this at the beginning. I don't know that I'm the right person to give you this advice. I can only give you the advice from the perspective that this is how I did it and this is what has worked for me and I don't know how to operate in a different way. So I hope this is helpful coming from a neurotic Virgo manifesting generator. Um, focus on one thing at a time. And if you have any other questions about this, send me a DM. I'd love to answer them. Um, with that, happy, happy week, my friends. Happy New Year. And I'll see you next week on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode as much as I loved creating it, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes. We will be forever grateful at all the things podcasts. And if you found something inspiring or you know somebody who could benefit from it, please share this to your story, tag us, send it to a friend. So much love, friends. 